You're listening to Product Manage Her, the podcast dedicated to creating a safe space for women in product management careers. From transitioning into product to a deep dive into the first few months on the job, our hope is to provide an authentic look into product management from a woman's perspective. And I'm your host, Blair Presley. Let's dig in. I often get the question of, Blair, is this the right time? We're like in a recession or something, and I feel like it's safer to just stay where I am, even though I've wanted to become a product manager for months. So it's really common to think, maybe this isn't my time. Maybe I should stay put, but I don't believe that's the case. I really don't. And I think, candidly, I'm a little bit biased, so I'll share a little bit of my story and why I feel like um, it's not the time to play it super safe, um, because what you think is safe may actually not be. So if you followed me on uh, LinkedIn, you may have read some of my story at some point in time or heard it, maybe on my Instagram, but I actually got my start in product management because of a layoff. So to make it somewhat short, I started my career in a business-to-business HVAC sales role in 2006. So I was in sales, selling heating and cooling units, which was not the best time to do that, now that I think about it, given the the housing or the, the economic crash mostly tied to housing. If you think about heating and cooling, And the connection to housing, our business started to tank a bit, Um, not fully, but started to, it was definitely affected by the economic crash um, in, you know, 2008 or so. I was able to survive several rounds of layoffs. I kind of surprised myself, to be honest, Several survived maybe three or four until one day in 2011 that I was laid off. Actually, it was the Friday before Labor Day. I was laid off of my, what I thought was somewhat safe job. The reason why I thought it was safe is because I transferred from one part of the organization to another part of the organization that um, needed people, oddly enough. It was on the light commercial side, so not as, as connected to like the residential housing issue. Um, I'd been in that role for, if not two years, close to two years and I thought I was I was fairly safe. This is how I could dodge some of the layoffs. I'd wanted to leave though. I'd, I'd, I'd earned my MBA in 2009 and arguably should have left then, but I was so afraid and I decided to just stay put. I had an interview the Friday before uh, Labor Day, 2011, at about noon. And earlier that morning, I was thinking like, okay, how am I going to get out of my job to take this interview? I know it's at lunch, but what if I'm not back in time? Blah, blah, blah. Anywho, went back to work. About 30 minutes later, I was laid off. And it was like the worst possible timing ever. At the time, it felt that way because I was moving from like a roommate situation to living by myself again in in a more uh, expensive, quaint part of town. And suddenly I didn't have a job. Um, I was able to kind of like wipe my tears, pull it together kill this interview that I had at noon for my first uh, associate product management interview, honestly, and job. And 30 days later, I started, I landed that job and I started in product management. 
I had no idea what my career would be set up for just by making that that move. I feel like there were years where I was trying to play it safe. Just sit tight, Blair. Just stay where you are. Um, stay in your comfort zone. Stay with what you know. And I feel like it was the universe saying, actually, get out. If you're not going to do it yourself, I'm going to push you out um, through force, if you will, uh, given the thing that you were actually trying to avoid anyway, which was a layoff. So I was you know, laid off but it was my start into, into product. So that's why I'm a little biased when I hear clients who are like, I want to, I don't know. I think I better stay put. Meanwhile, they have this dream that's like bubbling, bubbling within them. And it's like, if I can do it and I watch clients do it all the time, why not you? Why not you? But I get it. I totally get it. We're surviving like wild times client or climate extremes. Um, We've got pandemic trauma that we're living through and acting like everything's fine and tons of economic uncertainty. So I totally understand like the concern about should I pivot in this economic weirdo space that we're in. I think you're feeling that way because it's totally normal. Fear is like a natural thing. And at times it can be a really uh, a protective measure. But I'd argue that it can also be a self-destructive defense also. We are worried that, you know, you won't make it. Uh, what if I move and get laid off there? I re- remember that was my concern of like, what if I do take a new job and then it's like last in, first out type of thing? Um, what's the harm though of putting forth the act of effort. What's the harm? When you are pursuing a job shift, it's not as if you are saying, okay, just because I'm readying myself to take on a new opportunity doesn't mean that I quit my job today. Does that make sense? It's not like you're quitting your job before you even get started. It's more of a, an attempt to Let me put myself in the best possible position to explore what my options are. To me, and I may be woman on an island when I say this, but to me, it's silly to have a job that I hate and have a goal, but not even pursue it fully. So now I'm like passively applying, passively pursuing something, ill-equipped to do so, mad that the results aren't coming in the way that I want them to, exhausted because it's taken so long, when you actually could be pursuing it in a more intentional way. And pursuing it again doesn't mean that you quit your job. I've had clients who were like somewhat content in their job um, and they will like pursue product coaching to say, I want to pursue this full bore. And if by the end of 90 days, I have a role that is better than what I have today, it's a company that I appreciate more than what I have today, the culture is better than what I have today, then that's what I'll do. However, if at the end of 90 days, I've explored, I've done the interviews, I've met with a ton of companies, I've gotten some offers, but still decide that I want to stay where I am, Blair, that's, that's, that's what I want. That's like, that's worth paying for. 
I think that's fair. I think that's smart. Ultimately, what you're doing is giving yourself the option, giving yourself the freedom to explore something fully as opposed to like half-assedly. Everyone differ, you know, differs on how they want to pursue it, but I very much appreciate the the intentionality and the openness to having offers. You know, I also think that really this is a time that investing yourself still matters. Investing in yourself rather still matters. So, for example, yes, we're in like a weird time. Like we can't quite put our thumb. Is it a recession? Is it going to be a recession? It's not a recession, but whatever this is, I bet you didn't go to your 401k and pull it all out. I'd like, I'm going to pray that you didn't, but I'm assuming that you didn't go and remove everything that you've ever invested and held on to it to sit still. That's not what you did. You're still likely you may investing. You may have changed your investment strategy a bit, but you're still contributing to your future self. I'd argue that investing in your professional career is still worthwhile, even in unusual times. You don't put your yourself on the back burner because of inflation. In fact, you put yourself forward and take advantage of the time uh, to the best of your ability. Like I told you earlier, I stayed in my first role two years too long. I graduated with my MBA in 2009, but I did not take a role that honestly was like mindful of or, or you know, deserving of the MBA that I'd earned until 2011, two years. Think about it this way. Imagine the people who waited until... COVID was over. Like I'm using finger quotes right now. Like, oh, I'm just going to wait. I know it's 2020 and it's wild, but I'm going to wait until COVID is over. Meanwhile, there were a slew of professionals who dared to, to go it, who dared to say, I know that COVID is happening right now. I know that it is uncertain. It is wild, but I'm going for me. And I know several who are now PMs and have like been first time PMs that are celebrating their first and second anniversaries. They didn't wait until it was over because when is that? When is, when is, when do we know when anything is going to be over? Is it fair to put our lives, our goals, our, our, our dreams on hold until something that we can't control is over? I don't think so, but that's just my take. So what I would say is I want you, if this, if this kind of appealed to you, if this is you, you're kind of sitting on the fence, worried about the times that we're in, I'd like for you to do two things. Ask yourself, one, is it worthwhile to know whether I can be a PM or not? Is it worthwhile? If you are like on the fence between product and project or customer success and product or product and something else, um, and you haven't quite fully decided that product is your jam, then fine. I would argue that investing in product management coaching, at least in the way that I I coach, may not be for you yet. I, I love to work with the f- people who are sure that, hey, I want product, let's go, because then we can help to create an action 
create an outcome rather um, that aligns with your decided desire. So first ask yourself, um, are you sure that you actively and intentionally want to pursue this? Second, I want you to ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Truly, what's the worst that I, that could happen if I pursue product coaching and get an offer like most of my clients do, like the overwhelming majority do? What becomes available to me if three months from now I have a PM offer? Right? Two questions. Those are the two, the two questions that I want you to ask yourself. If you ever want to kind of like flesh those answers out or have additional questions that you want to flesh out, I'm always here. Whether LinkedIn or Instagram, um, I'm always here to help answer those questions for you. Thank you for subscribing and listening today. Maybe you've decided that product is your jam, but you don't have a solid plan to do it. You want to leverage your hard-earned experience as a project manager or consultant into a product role, but you can't seem to land an interview or worse, you're landing interviews, but can't seem to advance in them. You've been at it for six months or more and are starting to question whether product is actually even for you. Don't let your experience change the course of your career without fully exploring all of the options available to you. Today's episode is brought to you by my hybrid one-on-one and group coaching program, Sprint. And if you know that it's your time but aren't sure how to make it happen, I'd encourage you to visit BlairPresley.com slash Sprint. That's B-L-A-I-R-P-R-E-S-L-E-Y. That's one S. Dot com backslash Sprint, S-P-R-I-N-T. Once you're there, you'll apply to the Sprint program by answering just a handful of questions. And within 20 minutes, you will schedule time on my calendar and you'll complete an assessment. The assessment will enable you to identify both your glows and your grows. So the things that you're already doing that are working in your favor and the elements of your current strategy that may be working against you. Stop guessing where you're going wrong. The assessment will highlight exactly where we need to improve to start getting the traction in your product pivot. Apply to Sprint ASAP. Visit BlairPresley.com slash Sprint. And I can't wait to meet you.